We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Week 16, DraftKings picks and preview for the main slate on Sunday. You want showdown videos for the Christmas Day game? Go up to Mayo Media Network. David Jones has his video posted right now, breaking down the Vikings and the Saints game. So again, subscribe to Mayo Media Network. Like the episode while you're here and give me your favorite defense on the main slate this week. You're looking for the Saturday breakdown, the Boxing Day Bonanza? Well, go to Mayo Media Network, and there is a preview up there as well. Unless you're listening to the podcast, and then on the audio podcast, they're combined into one show, so we'll be good to go on that. You'll already have listened to it if you're listening to this. If not, then hey, see ya. Uh, What else do we have? The Pat Mayo Experience Listener's League link is in the description of the video and podcast. $15 to play, three max entry, no rake. We need to fill this one. There's only 2,000 spots this week. I think there's 1,000 gone at this time of the recording. So they're going to go very quickly here by the end of it. Still the best tournament on DraftKings. You want to get in on that. And if you do want to play in the brand new one-and-done game starting in the new year for Fantasy Golf, it goes all year long from the Sony Open to the BMW Championship. Go to fantasygolfchampionship.com. $100 to play. It's a five-max entry. $30,000 the first. $300,000 Guaranteed. I'm already in it twice. And I know from DailyRoto.com, Davis Maddock is also in it. Damn right I am. Very, very excited to uh, donate my $100 or $200 or $300, depending on how DGen I end up feeling by uh, the start of the season. I love I love one and done. Um, it is a, it is a, I would just encourage, if you've never done it before, I would encourage you to do it. It is, uh, it is a very good sweat, especially if you bink a winner at the very beginning. It's also the least intensive way that you can get into golf. You don't really need to know yes. anything about golf. You pick one guy a week. That's it. Then you can't pick him the rest of the year. Yeah, it is. I mean, I could explain to my grandmother how to do it. 
And we set up a thing like with the new site that we're using, you had push notifications. You can set it up to your phone in case you haven't made a selection. It will remind you to make your selection. It's easy stuff. And there's like 30 something tournaments. I think it works out to be like $2.70 a week. So you, you, you can play it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. All right, let's talk about this main slate. Usually we go position by position. People seem to like that. But hey, it's the holiday season. I want to wish everyone a happy holidays and Merry Christmas. If you just celebrated Hanukkah, then, you know, happy. I don't know what you guys are doing now. Feinberg told me you eat Chinese food or something like that. Sounds like a good time. Get time off. Whatever you celebrate out there, be safe and have a very happy holiday season. So we're just going to talk through, where am I starting my lineup this week? Because the first thing I looked at the slate, I want to go like Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek, bring it back with Ridley, and then figure out the rest. Well, uh, if you do that on DraftKings.com, you have 3.1K left. So you got to play the the cheapest possible running backs because we only have 4K running backs now. So you've got to play Ito Smith. Uh, I don't even know if there's another playable 4K running back. So you probably can't do all of those guys, but I'm, I'm with you. Uh, those are like the four best plays of the slate, basically. Uh, the guys that you... I mean, you look at the slate, those are the dudes you want to play. Yeah, that's not going to work out well for me. $3,100 left. Who's the cheapest defense I can use? I probably don't want to play Falcons. I probably don't want to play Falcons defense. You you know who the cheapest defense is. I mean, I think think I'd rather go with the Bengals than the Cowboys. Well, you got to you got to play you got to play your Jets. You got to you got to do it for uh, for Tim. For Tim and the Baker Mayfield uh, in li- Baker Mayfield lives inside of Tim's head, so maybe he can't escape before this game starts. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, uh, the Jet- Jets, man. Jags against Chicago is not terrible if Trubisky starts going back to being Trubisky. I see. I think I'm going to go the other way this week. I think I actually am getting getting sucked in by the legend of. Uh, Week 16, Mitch Trubisky against a bad passing defense. I, I think I will be playing Trubisky quite a bit. Well, see, I, I don't mind that at all. That was next up on like where I wanted to go as like a secondary stack. So I can't make this work, can I? Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, and no, Ridley. you got to play. You got to play Hardman probably or Russell Gage. What if I just take Hill out? Go Mahomes and Kelsey. Yeah, and then you can play. Uh, you can play Calvin Ridley if you wanted to correlate that way. Yeah, Pretty easy. Mahomes, Kelsey, Ridley, and then I have $4,000 left. How are you on the double tight end? Because that's usually a way you can save some money. Um, I don't hate it here because I think that Cole Komet at 3000 is uh, a fairly decent play. Like, I think he's fine. Um, I guess you could also play Dallas Goddard. You could play Noah Fant. But just in general, the tight end position has just been such a train wreck this year. Actually, you know what? Hayden Hurst, Travis Kelsey, that might be a unique way to get Chiefs and, and Falcons players in together in a line, in a, a lineup. Just I expect Julio to be out. If Julio's out, just play Kelvin Ridley. It's not that complicated. Yeah, I mean, he gets basically, um, you know, Devontae Adams-esque workload. Not They don't p- target him as heavily uh, near the red zone, but yeah, he does just get an insane amount of volume when Julio doesn't play. I, I did the, uh, the Cole Komet route last week. Uh, did not go well, Davis. Uh, my phone kept correcting commit to Kmart. Should have been a sign. Didn't really work out for me. But three thousand bucks. If I slot, <laughs> if I slot him in into my flex, now I got forty three hundred dollars to play with. And then if I let's say use I don't know, let's just say Texans D at twenty eight. Don't sure. lo- don't love it or care or even Washington D at three thousand. Let's just throw in a twenty eight hundred dollar defense. Now I'm up to forty six hundred. Is there like a super cheap receiver I can go to? Chuck them in. 
Well, it, it would be Hardman if you're Hardman, wanting to Hardman, correlate Hardman with this stack. Sucks. Nine targets last week, man. Yeah, it's great. How many fantasy points did he score? Honestly, I have no idea. He scored. Let's see. Oh, he had. He had. Let's see. He had ten point seven. I guess if I could get ten point seven out of him. Hey, he scored a touchdown last week. I totally forgot about that. I, I just remember the, the the drops and the fumbling. Yeah, I mean, he's so this is what it is with McCall Hardman. He looks incredible when he gets the ball, but it's hard for him to get the ball because he's so bad at catching it down the field. Like, so bad. It's, like, unbelievable. Down the field, this dude is just brutal. Well, I saw Keenan Allen hasn't practiced yet this week. I'm assuming Mike Williams is still banged up, but he's going to play. Who was that idiot that I bet to score on a touchdown last week? The hell was his name? Tyron. Tyron Johnson. He's 4,000. Chargers bucks. guy. Or Guyton? Guyton's super cheap. Guyton's 3,200. I think Keenan and Mike Williams are going to play, though. That's not good. So if you want want a a mega cheap wide receiver, I think uh, LaVisca Chenault, 3,700. Darnell Mooney at 4,000. And then the the Denver guys, Judy, 3,700. Hamler, 3,200. I think they're both playable. I'm so terrified of this Denver passing game right now like i just i don't know what to make chanel makes some sense because i don't know if robinson's gonna play or not yeah he seems questionable and lavisca is playing huge snap shares really for the first time all year 75 and 74 percent uh each of the last two weeks uh 17 targets and then three carries the last two weeks i mean he the the promise of what we thought Chenault might be is is seeming to start to come true. Well, who is going to fill in for Robinson? Is it going to be Ozigbo or is it going to be Dare Agawagalala? So Dare, I think, will probably just play third downs. So it, it's just going to be terrible though because it'll be Ozigbo gets if they do get a goal line carry, he would get it. Maybe I actually think Robinson being out though should give you know four carries to Chenault instead of two or something like that. Maybe they let him run Wildcat near the goal line. I mean that's something something he did in college i don't know if they ever plan on doing that with him in the nfl but chanel is looking like a, a big value for for me so chanel you throw him at 37 all of a sudden I, i'm back up for my two running back slots and a wide receiver i have five thousand dollars left to play play with here and that's not the end of the world because i yeah, can and there you go then you can play daryl henderson and uh then whoever you want at flex yeah so henderson's 4500 let's chuck him in all right, now we're up to $5,200. I mean, Ozigbo is only 4000 if you really want to go down that route. I think I would play Ido over Ozigbo, especially because I, I expect him to catch passes. I don't think, and see, that's the thing with the Falcons' backfield. I don't think that anyone's going to play more than like 45% of the snaps. And it does seem with whoever they start, because we saw this with Gurley, I mean, just every week. And then when Brian Hill became like the lead guy, he was the receiving back when he became the lead guy. They stopped throwing him the ball. So if Ito's the lead guy, I can just see like Brian Hill being the receiving back all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. It is. It's so tilting with them. I'd say just I, stay away. I wonder though. Just, just don't use him. Yeah. I'll probably play Ito a little bit on DK. I will. I can't help myself. I mean, I just I uh, a min price running back who I think can catch some passes uh, in a game that I want to stack and I want to try and find guys in that game who are not going to be that owned. I, I just got to do it. I think that Ozigbo, I don't think that either of them are good plays, but Ozigbo would be a much better play than Ito Smith. I just, I don't see, I don't see it with, I don't see it with Ozigbo because I don't think he has any path to catching passes and I don't expect I mean, th- them but, to score but, that many points. But what, what do you mean there's no path to him catching passes? It's not like, you know, they take James Robinson off the field on third down and they pass it to Dare all the time. They just pass to James Robinson. It's part of their plan. 
Well, Dare after uh, for, Dare did play third downs last week. Uh, he got his highest snap share of the year. And then after James Robinson got injured, that's what they did is Dare was in. Uh, I don't think Ozigbo even ran one passing route. I can go look that up right now. Yeah, go but look But I'm pretty up. sure. Because, I mean, I think it's different, too, that if you lose your lead back mid-game, that maybe you don't just insert someone into that role. But it does seem like they want to play, like, a three-down system. And even if you can end up yeah. with, like, three targets in the game, just through osmosis of being on the field, I think that's good enough. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're probably right. I would. I still would play Ito though. I mean, the 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 reason you would play Ozigbo is if you do actually think that he'll just be James Robinson's role. And if he is, like, obviously, I'm wrong. Do we think that Duke Johnson plays this week? <laughs> Man, I really hope he does because I. Uh, it, it's I will probably not play David Johnson and David Johnson will probably just bury me again. I mean, he was, he had got the freaking hundred yard bonus last week. Uh, but I, I do think Duke will be back. Okay. Can't go that way. I'm just trying to find like a cheap running back. Yeah. It's going to be tough to do this Mahomes team. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I don't love it. Well, you could play, uh, you could play Daryl Williams. Could, but I don't know if I want to play bell or Williams. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, how about Giovanni Bernard, 4,800? I got sucked into this trap two weeks ago, and then I didn't play him in Showdown. I, I yeah, don't know. So, I don't, so miserable. But it's one of these circumstances, too. It's not like Gio had a good fantasy day against the Steelers, but it wasn't a good stat line. by any. He had 25, no, no. 25 attempts and 83 yards. And then you have to think that Pitts, or the Bengals led from, like, snap one of that game against the Steelers. I don't expect him to be winning against the Texans. It's not like he was doing a ton in the receiving game. He just didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. So just on Ozigbo, he ran one route. Ogunbowale ran eight and Robinson ran 12 in that game. Um, so I, I do think Ogunbowale would play third downs. Okay. So I'm going to scrap this Mahomes lineup. It's tough, man. You, you got it. You literally have to play McCall Hardman or, or Robinson, I suppose. Or Robinson. And yeah. Robinson's 39. Herman's just a better value at the same time. It's just, it's the worst pass defense. Like, and it's against Mahomes. Maybe you just bank on the Chiefs do what they've been doing recently. And it's just like, eh, Mahomes will score like 27 fantasy points. And therefore you shouldn't have used him to begin with. Yeah. I mean, so I do think an, uh, something I've been doing in these Chiefs games is what I really wanted to do it last week until Breeze started over Taysom was do the chief stack. So do your Watkins, Hardman, Kelsey, whoever you want, your double stack there, and then use the opposing team's quarterback. And then one of the wide receivers from that team. So like, you know, like, let's say Matt Ryan gets 25 Mahomes gets 35. You'd rather have 25 at Matt Ryan's salary than 35 at 8k for, uh, for Mahomes. So if, if we're going to play, uh, we'll call this the play, the best plays lineup. Okay. How are we building a team here? Like, is, is it actually starting with Trubisky at fifty seven hundred bucks? I would imagine Trubisky is going to be fairly popular. However, I don't know if he'll be that needed because we don't have Derrick Henry, we don't have Devonte Adams. I I think Jalen Hurts is probably the play the best plays play at quarterback. Hertz is 7,000. I mean, based on what we saw, it's going to be tough to do that every single week. The the issue I have here is. I mean, you're a Cowboys fan. What do you, is Dallas going to score 30 points? Because it feels like 
the Eagles' pace and Hurts' fantasy scoring was really benefited by Kyler also being good, that if Dallas isn't good, that all of a sudden we're looking at like a 2013 game. Well, I actually think it's going to – I think there's a small benefit for Hertz in a game where the Eagles lead because I would anticipate that he would run more. In the win against New Orleans, he ran 18 times. In the loss against Philadelphia, he only ran 11 times. And uh, two of those rushes, I believe, were on the very final drive. So I, I would maybe even kind of go the other way and say that he's more likely to you know, get 80 rushing yards or rushing touchdown uh, in a game where the Eagles are leading because they do a lot of zone read. Could, and you don't really need to pair him up with anyone at all. Like you could just play Hertz and then bring it back with Cooper if you wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Or you, Pollard. you. I mean, la- yeah. Last week, my best team was naked Hertz with DeAndre Hopkins, which is the same thing this week where you would use Cooper or Lamb. Or, or you would use Pollard on the comeback if Zeke sits. Well, Pollard would be. I'd have him in every lineup I make, but I, I think unfortunately Zeke is going to ruin my Christmas. Yeah. Well. Yeah, if Zeke plays, I don't think you can play Tony Pollard at sixty five hundred bucks. I know it's so it's so brutal. He came he came back to practice today because I he he watched he watched Pollard last week and he was like, oh, that guy's nine hundred times better than me. I I gotta play. I can't I can't be letting this dude Wally pit me. All right, so if we go less than seven thousand dollars, you know who no one's gonna use? Big Ben. <laughs> For good reason. Also me. Also <laughs> me. I won't be using him. Uh, Baker gets the Jets. Yeah. And Baker has done this in in cake and you know really easy matchups already this year. He, they they let him throw down the field more. So if you look at some of his crazy games, the five touchdown game where he only threw twenty eight passes against Cincinnati, um, you know uh, the game against Jacksonville, he was really good. Like they actually kind of let him throw more in these really easy spots because they're they're less afraid of him messing it up. And it does seem, although Cam Akers kind of had his way with the Jets, uh, he did leave briefly, and now he's not playing this week. But at the same time, I mean, he had a touchdown called back, a few big runs called back. Can you, if you use Baker, like who are the two stacks that go with him? Like, could you just go Higgins? Landry and and Hooper. Is it Landry and Hooper? Because I think Higgins is probably the higher upside guy over Landry unless Landry catches two touchdowns. Well, the, yeah, and that's but they they do target him a lot in the red zone, and even in low passing volume games, like for example, Baker only threw twenty eight passes against Cincinnati, but he threw six of them to Landry. Uh, he only threw thirty two passes against Jacksonville, eleven of them to Landry. Like Landry just eats up. Like he he puts some sort of spell over his coaches and his quarterbacks that convinces them to give him targets that I don't even necessarily think he earns. Is there a jet you would think about? Or just no. don't uh-uh. do it. I'm done. No, I, I'm taking care of myself. I'm. I'm. Uh, I care about my mental health. You know, trying to get in a better mindset. I'm done playing New York Jets in daily fantasy. Okay, uh, let's say it doesn't. Haskins isn't playing, right? Like he's benched and fined and everything, right? Uh, yeah, but is Alex Smith healthy? I don't know. That would leave Taylor Hineke as the guy. No, no, Stephen Montez. Oh, okay. Tell me about Stephen Montez. He's a really bad college quarterback from the University of Colorado. Uh, and apparently, I was doing some Googling today. Apparently, he liked some tweets calling Dwayne Haskins trash. Uh, and that's that's all the talk of the Washington football team blogs. Okay. Um, does he run? So that's what I that's what I got. Uh, he I don't okay, let me go pull it up because I honestly don't even remember. I, I Googled Steven Montez and all it says is is Steven Montez still in the NFL? Uh, that's not a good sign. 
It's not. He runs a little bit. Looks like he had in four seasons starting at Colorado, 960 rushing yards and 11 rushing touchdowns. So he runs a little bit. Not. He's not going to – like, let's call him a Garrett Gilbert level of scrambler. Uh, Trace McSorley, he is not. He's $4,000. He's $4,000. So I, I maybe you play him a little bit. 4000 I mean, all he's got to do is grind out like eighteen. Yeah, that's still probably not even good. Like, I don't think that even if he grinds out 18 at $4,000, I still don't think that's good enough because you're going to need a quarterback like last week. Like, you had to have Hurts because Hurts scored 40 points. Yeah, and obviously Mahomes and Hurts and Lamar in this slate uh, can all can all do that, and and probably Deshaun Watson too as well. Uh, but but scoring in general does trend down in December, just overall. Like, fantasy scoring is lower, teams score fewer points for a lot of different reasons. So I, and, and also, you know, without Kyler on a slate, um, cause he's been the quarterback who's put up video game scores, Josh Allen and Kyler Murray have done the most video game scoring this year. So maybe you're a little bit less worried. All right. Let's talk about best plays at running back. Cause we're not, we don't have Kamara. We don't have Delvin cook. We don't have Derrick Henry. Christian McCaffrey's not playing. James Robinson might be out. So I think you can kind of go across the board. Like is David Montgomery actually the best play? I think Austin Eckler is the best play, but it's pretty close because Montgomery definitely has touchdown upside that Eckler doesn't have. And the eight games he's played this year, he has only one carry inside the five. They're giving it to Kalen Balazs and Justin Jackson or just running with Herbert. So, yeah, I mean, I certainly I don't have anything negative to say about David Montgomery as a play this uh, this week. You can't use him with Trubisky, though, can you? No, I think they they really cancel each other out. And part of the reason why I'm so interested in Trubisky passing stacks is I do think we will see um, I do think we will see Montgomery just be big chalk in DraftKings tournaments. Mike Davis, 6,500 bucks. He's been losing snaps, and I don't love the matchup against Washington. There's not a lot of good running yeah. back play. Do I just play? Do I actually just play Daryl Henderson and hope that Malcolm Brown doesn't score the touchdowns? Yeah, I mean, literally, he is our he is our top value, not our top projector, but our top value in the optimizer this week. And then we have guys like Le'Veon Bell, Benny Snell, if James Conner doesn't play. Um, yeah, but it's it's very thin at running back this week. Not a lot of plays to feel good about right now. Where do you think like uh, if if Baker gets like pretty highly owned because he's a cheap price and a great matchup? What do you think that does to Chubb? I would Chubb just is never really that chalky um, because of the the Kareem Hunt stuff. You know, just the fact that Kareem Hunt does steal work, does score touchdowns, gets most of the targets, plays a lot of the third downs. We just never see that large of ownership on Nick Chubb, even in really good spots. Uh, who else can we get down here? J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I I really like Dobbins. I just it's it's a tough. I like him in season long because I think he has a pretty decent floor. I just don't think that he plays enough or gets enough touches to really like break open a slate for you though. Well, he's got he's just got to score twice. He really is the same play as DeAndre Swift, just with uh, less receiving work. Yeah, but at least Swift handles most of the touches inside the five right now. Like Dobbins, well, he doesn't lose to his quarterback. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, and that's tough. It is, it is, it is not an untough scene. Um, I really, I really needed Dobbins last week because I used him instead of Leonard Fournette, instead of DeAndre Swift, and uh, he ended up being the worst of that bunch. What about Mel G? Fifty six hundred. Lindsey's banged up. Like he might be the only guy there. 
Hey, revenge game too. Yeah, I mean, did, he is didn't he work, is didn't work mega out well strong. The, didn't work out well the first time around. Yeah, well, uh, the the Broncos aren't very good, but they are going to try and run a lot when the score is even relatively close, and he does get a huge chunk of the red zone work for them. Um, yeah, he's he's a super strong value. I I, I hate it. Like I don't want to play him, and I probably in like my single entry and three max stuff, I probably won't play him at all just because I can't get myself to click on his name. So just looking at it on the surface, like points per dollar, like and safest floor along with upside, I'm gonna say that David Montgomery and Miles Sanders might be the two best plays at running back. Well, not including uh, like got, not not including like Hendler, of the expensive guys, I should say. Yeah. So the problem is, <laughs> Miles Sanders now has the same problem that Dobbins has, where. He did score the two touchdowns two weeks ago, but he definitely is going to compete near the goal line with Jalen Hurts because every play is his own read. And if they commit to Sanders, um, Hurts can will just pull it and walk right in. But is there any merit? I would assume that Jalen Hurts is going to be super popular this week. That that's actually the pivot play off of Hurts is just to use Miles Sanders. Uh, yeah, he's he's very good leverage for sure. So, I mean, I. I want to play this Trubisky passing game stuff, but like I'm going to find it hard to get away from Montgomery, which is sad considering it's David Montgomery and he's 7,700 yep. bucks. Yep. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's, it's truly a sign of the end times when David Montgomery is like the unassailable best running back play. Well, you could do, we talked about Mel G you could play Mel G and maybe you stack up chargers with Herbert. Yeah, you do. Well, I guess the the problem with that is, do you want to play Melvin Gordon for his receptions? Because they they shouldn't be running him all that much if they're down, you know, two touchdowns. Um, you know, he had 11 carries and four targets in that blowout to Buffalo. He just happened to score two touchdowns, which I guess, you know, is kind of the thesis behind playing Melvin Gordon anyways, is that he'll find a way to score two times. But I, I think I'd be more interested in using um, the – uh, cheap Broncos wide receivers. I just don't know if I can get behind that. Drew Locke sucks. He is terrible. Like I, I am not. I'm not saying that Drew Locke is good, but he throws a bunch. Um, they they just have to chuck it when they get down. I mean, the that four run stretch. Kansas City 40 passing attempts. Chargers 41, 48 against Atlanta, 47 against the Las Vegas Raiders, and uh, pretty good stat lines to be had by all the guys in there and then four passing touchdowns in the win against Carolina two weeks ago. All right. If I go to receiver and I try to find the best values on the board, like the actual, like best, best plays Tyreek's probably too expensive at $9,000. Although that upside is so enticing. I'm looking at his ceiling. Yeah. His ceiling projection this week is 45 DraftKings points, which is just sig- a lot of points significantly higher than everyone else. I, I just really do think that, you play Calvin Ridley and don't worry about it. Yeah. Calvin Ridley. I, I know that like, it, this is such um, like lizard brain thinking, but like, it just feels like Ridley is safer than playing Tyreek and he's $500 cheaper. So I will probably end up playing Ridley instead of Tyreek. I, I would imagine. In well, it, most it, of my it's, lineups. it's weird because like, if you told me that like, Oh, how many, how many between the two of them? Like, Oh, one of these guys scored 22 DraftKings points. I would say for sure it was Ridley. Because Hill strikes me as like, and I know it hasn't been this way whatsoever, but just even in my mind, like Eva, you said, lizard braining back to it. Like, did someone score 13? Well, that sounds like Tyree Kill. They just threw to everyone else that game. Like, he, 
Ridley just gets so yeah. much volume that he might like he's, he definitely doesn't have the upside. I don't think of Hill because Hill could score three ninety-yard touchdowns. That Ridley is just going to get thirteen targets, and you're going to get DraftKings points because he gets so much volume. Yeah, Ridley, Ridley in like a bad game, you feel like he still gets the hundred-yard bonus. Like he still goes eight for one twelve, and uh, you know gets you whatever that would be twenty-three DraftKings points. Yeah, I'm I'm with you for sure. So with a banged-up Julio and two no Julios the last three weeks, uh, ten targets, twelve targets, fourteen targets, hundred and eight, hundred and twenty-four, hundred and sixty-three yards touchdown in two of those games. He scored thirty-five, twenty-nine, and nineteen DraftKings points. Sounds pretty good to me. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. And he's $500 cheaper and you feel really good about his volume. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you all over that. The one thing I like about that Herbert stack is it's slightly cheaper than the Chiefs stack. And I don't think that anyone's going to really go to Keenan Allen because they're going to be really dubious about his health. No, no one is going to play Keenan Allen. Uh, no one is going to play. I don't even really think Herbert will be all that popular because most people who are playing Chargers will be playing Austin Eckler. But Eckler is someone you could play with Herbert if you wanted to, I think. Uh, yeah, but people don't, though. People just do not like to play the uh, quarterback-running back combo all that often. After that, I guess Allen Robinson at 77 is good. That's a bit too expensive for what is a relative like lack of upside. What's his best game? It was two weeks ago, 30 points. I guess 30 points two weeks ago, 27. Eh, I guess that can work out, but there's just a lot of like 15s. 19s 10s all yeah. kind of like mixed in with that but his and his ceiling does appear to be like 31 points at the max i mean you're not going to turn down 31 points from Allen robinson especially if you use trubisky that means they both score pretty well in that game just seems like for it's just odd to me to say i have him as my like in my season-long fantasy rankings but I have, I have him as the number five wide receiver this week i like him a lot but to me he's almost like the mini version of ridley where you know he's going to score a certain amount of points but he's not ever going to break the slate for you the issue is i don't see anyone else i really like below that like in this like higher tier like i like landry like you said but he's 6900 bucks yeah i don't i think landry is um not well priced in terms of the like expensive wide receivers i i think that Tyreek and Calvin look like clear steps ahead of DK Metcalf, clear step ahead of Allen Robinson. Uh, I do really, really like Robert Woods at 7,000. Though the last month of the season, he's up to a 27% target share. Cooper Cup is down to 19%. For I, I, you know, I mean, I'm sure there are many different reasons for it, but Woods is Woods is just more of the alpha there this week than uh, Cooper Cup is, and I think he's pretty strong. I know. I won't be playing him, but I know some people like Terry McLaurin and then um, down all the way to Amari Cooper is like the next guy I actually like. I don't mind Cooper. $5,700 is a pretty good price, though. I was looking at Deontay. Pretty, pretty cheap and Gallup might. Yeah, I just skipped over the Steelers wide receivers because like, who knows? Yeah, but like just play Deontay. When, when, except for two weeks ago when they benched him, when has he really been a bad play? Nine, well, 20 yeah, points, I mean, 20 points, eight points in the game. He got benched 21, 12, 26, 26, 14, one when he got hurt, 29 when he didn't get hurt, 0. 0.8, 0. 0.9 when he got hurt in those consecutive games. And then 23, like if he's healthy, and he doesn't get benched in the first quarter, then he scores a lot of fantasy points. The, yeah, the thing I'm worried about with him is that we are building under the idea that he has this really solid target volume. And I just, I wonder how many times, I mean, he had 13 targets for 58 yards in the last game. And I, I wonder how many times can he 
you know, drop the ball, play really poorly, be really inefficient before they do what they did to Claypool, which was they start playing James Washington over him. They just never go away from it, though. When he's on the field, that is who Ben throws to. Yeah, I mean that that is one hundred percent true. I mean, I, I do not I do not argue that point. You are you are one hundred percent correct. I I think probably this is actually like a good spot to you know buy the dip with Deontay Johnson because he certainly is not going to be popular. No Steelers going to be popular after that egg they laid on national television against the Bengals. Yeah, when everyone sees it, that's usually the time to go back to them. It's like I on the spread show I picked Pittsburgh this week. I have no faith that Pittsburgh is going to cover the. They're now two point dogs at home against Indy, but you know. The perception can I, I think perception swung at six points after Monday night. Yeah, so something's not right here. Uh, maybe Ben just you know takes the week off, looks a lot better. I don't know. We didn't even talk about Jonathan Taylor. Do you, do you mind him at his price point? I only like him just as the idea of like I am. I think the Steelers are not that good, and I want to roster a running back who can conceivably get twenty touches, who is not going to be popular at all. But I don't. Um, like, I don't have, like, a great affinity for him as a play. We talked about Herbert at the top end. Should we just play Deshaun? It feels like the so – if, yeah. if you've been watching Deshaun the past two weeks, ever since Fuller's gone down, it's just been horrible luck where he's not – like, Jordan Aikens gets, his, gets sun in his eyes and he doesn't catch a touchdown. Kiki fumbles on the two-yard line, doesn't score a touchdown. It feels like there's very positive touchdown regression coming from Deshaun here. There's definitely positive touchdown regression and he will, um, you know, he, he runs, right? Like that's the, that's the absolute biggest thing is he, he's a runner and he has not, you know, had like a big, crazy long run here in a while. Yeah, I, I agree. There's, there is big time positive regression coming his direction. Like he even, he threw two touchdowns last week and almost scored 30 DraftKings points, which is kind of crazy. Uh, 373 passing yards. He rushed for 25. That was his lowest in three games. And his like stacking options are really cheap, whether you want to go with Cooks or Kiki or even Hanson. Hanson. Hanson's the man. He he is playing a very valuable role inside that offense. Um, he And I really like him uh, for his price this week. I mean, he I guess he only had three targets last week, but you know, still played 91% of the offensive snaps against Indianapolis. I, I think he is a very good option for yeah, he, for still looking for cheap wide receivers. And, and he's only $4,400. Would you, like, how good is Mooney? I know he has a touchdown and two straight, but, you know, five targets, two targets, six targets. I guess he had nine against Green Bay. I My issue with the Bears this week is how much, are, if they do jump up, like, they're not going to throw it all. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you there for sure. So my thing with Mooney is I would uh, I would just rather play Cole Komet because he takes care of my uh, tight end position, which is just the worst position in fantasy. Like, so sure, maybe Mooney's better. I, I'm sure Mooney has a better ceiling. He has a way higher average depth of target, plays all these snaps, yada yada. But I I just want to get tight end taken care of if I'm stacking Trubisky. If you go to ftndaily.com and use code Mayo, you get yourself all of the articles, all the projections, and the optimizer in there as well. I'm looking at the optimizer this week. I don't necessarily agree, Davis. It's spitting me out. Darius Slayton is the best value on the slate. Uh, yeah, that is uh, that is not how we have it at Daily Roto. But I I get the I get the thesis behind the idea of Darius Slayton. I guess I mean we should see lots and lots of. New York Giants passing attempts, but they have a 17-point team total, so kind of hard for players with 17-point team totals to get there. And after that, it's Mims and Perriman. So, oh, good God. 
Why do projection yeah. systems love the Jets? Well, they're always very cheap, and they actually do have a pretty condensed target tree. So you're 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 feeding in Denzel Mims with like a 19, 20, 21% target share, depending on how you dole things out. And there just are not very many wide receivers that cheap with target shares that high. Well, I just find it really interesting that it always loves, I guess it's the A dot with Mims and Perriman that they can get down the field. Yep. But even Crowder pops up too. But Darnold, despite being cheap, never pops up as like a top 20 value. Well, because 16 points at quarterback, not really that valuable. 12 points as a $3,900 wide receiver is valuable the way optimizers uh, look at things. Hmm. Other than that, the only one I can, the Carolina guys, it does feel like one of them is going to go off. And since it was DJ Moore last week, do you just go on to Robbie Anderson? I think DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson are both really good because both of them have loads of like Robbie Anderson has the higher average depth of target DJ more and more the touchdown upside, but the, you're just talking about guys, you know, who can get 25 who are going to be two, three, four, five percent owned. Well, if that's the case, why wouldn't you just play them together with Teddy B? Well, uh, I, I guess it's kind of one of those things where they can also get 25 and Teddy can get 18, you know, T- Teddy's running a bit more too. Teddy is running a little bit more, but I, I mean, I don't know. I just feel it. It feels like to me, like, he doesn't have like the the big ceiling. I mean, he only has three 300-yard games this year, uh, no three passing touchdown games this year. So it's just like, I, from a ceiling perspective, I don't like him as much as I do like the wide receivers individually. Of the guys you can see on the screen right now, starting with Trubisky all the way down to Finley at 48, can you envision yourself playing anyone that's not Trubisky? No, uh-uh. that's just not because I, I tend to try and kind of build like a tighter group at quarterback. And I don't like to build a lot of these vomit stacks, um, which maybe is a maybe that's a leak. I don't know. I, I'm actually kind of shocked because you were all over Jalen Hurts last week. I know you play Tony Pollard whenever possible. You said you played yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Did you not win like millions of dollars last week? Uh, no, because though I played a lot of J.K. Dobbins and I honestly I'd have to go look at my stuff. But I had some misses at wide receiver, too. Um, it was like a really good week, but not a, not a screenshot week. Like I made, I made money, but not, uh, wasn't millions of dollars worth of money. All right. Tight ends. You said Goddard earlier. He's only 36. It's a pretty good price. Cole Komet. I'm just going to continue to get sucked into him every week. And they're just both hey, hundred percent of the snaps last week for Komet. Yeah. And it was his worst game in like two months. I know it's so brutal, dude. Oh, that was another thing that why I didn't win money last week is I played a bunch of Cole Komet. So there's mm-hmm. why. It's a big reason why I wasn't making lots of money. That would make some sense. I mean, do you like to, if it's not Kelsey, do you like throwing tight ends in your stacks or do you like them more as one-offs? No, I, I, you like, I always want to stack. This is like, I feel like, um, the, uh, make sure to correlate your tight end with your stack is like, it's entered into like the tout bingo of like things people say on tout shows. Maybe not though. Maybe that's just in my head. Maybe. Well, now I don't know. Do you say that? Do you always say that? Is that is that frequently brought up on the show? I, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean it is brought up on the show frequently. Just we talk about like stacking players together and not stacking players together. But well, yeah, because you you think about what you're trying to accomplish when you're stacking, and what you're trying to do is you're trying to increase the projection of the player based on performance of other players in that lineup. Every tight end projects poorly. 
basically, I mean, every single week there'll be like maybe, maybe two or three guys who are like good, you know, quote unquote values for their salary this week on, on DR, we have four on DraftKings, Logan Thomas, Dallas Goddard, Travis Kelsey, Cole Komet. But then you're looking at lots of other guys with negative value projections and the, it just makes the most sense to take someone with a negative value, link them with a quarterback, especially because tight ends by and large are pretty cheap. I, it's just how much do you want to go down that road where if it doesn't make sense, like even if it is a part of your stack that let's say it's Kelsey in the circumstance where you just can't afford that type of player. Like you can save so much yeah. money at tight end by just playing a one-off Cole Komet or a one-off Dallas Goddard and be on your way. Well, and there are definitely some examples of, uh, you know, where keeping it real goes wrong. Like if you're stacking Jacob Hollister with Russell Wilson or Jordan, I mean, Jordan Aiken should have gotten there last week, obviously. Um, but yeah, like there, there are they, examples hold, hold of on. That's what everyone says about Jordan Aikens every single week. He should have got there. I guess everyone just plays him and then they're like mad that he sucks. Yeah. I mean, he just is one of those guys who uh, is, is probably not very good, which, you know, it's, it's not a crime to not be that good at professional football, right? Well, maybe you don't use those guys so much. Just a thought. That's the brand though. That's the brand. You got to find as many cheap, bad plays as possible until they get there. He's 33. He's up in price this week too. He's out of the $2,000. He's 3,300 bucks. Yeah. Because they, they base a lot of the prices off of ownership and they saw that he was popular in contests last week. Uh, defenses. Would you pay up at all? No, I know. I've, I don't remember the last time I paid like $3,600 for defense. I mean, we got the Texans at 2,800. We have the Panthers against maybe Steven Montez at 2,700. Washington, uh, Washington, I mean, on, Washington against the Panthers is not bad either. Yeah. Also at 3k like that, the Seahawks against goof 2,600. I mean, why would you ever pay up for a defense with these options? Yeah, it's true. Even the, even the Eagles against Andy Dalton. Like I, like, I don't know what people are looking at, and then it, it compels them to pay 4000 for the Ravens. I mean, sure, the Ravens could score a defensive touchdown, but like their median is, is really not even that good. All right. Got anything else to say about the slate? I enjoyed talking through it. I feel better about it now. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of at that point of the slate where I'm like, okay, I just want to stack the Chiefs, like which is where I get with every slate, um, and then I just have to wait for the value to get there. But, uh, you know, I, I haven't had a really good DFS day. Um, well, I've had good DFS days. I haven't had a really good NFL DFS day since Dak got injured. Like, I've, I've been close, but nothing really great. Um, so I just, I need, I need Dak to come back, or maybe I just need Jalen to be my new Dak. Or you just need to, like, sync up with Leone, because he's been having, like, fire weeks. Yeah, he's been crushing. Good for him. I know. I can no longer call him the poor man's Pat Mayo. Yeah, now now you're the poor man's Mike Leone. I know. That's not a good look. No, no one wants that. Poor Mike. Or poor Pat. Poor poor man's Mike, which is now me. I'd like I I'm still very tilted that I didn't win my contest the one week that I actually had a good run in it. Because I haven't been close since. It's uh it's no good. Uh, one of my one of my favorite things this year was winning Peter Overzet's contest. That that made me feel very good. The the Pete Overzet League. Has he ever been on this show? I never have Pete on. No, he's, he's uh, every time I see Pete, he's like doing his own thing or he's on with you or he's on with like Holko. He seems like he's a very busy man. I don't like to bother people, Davis. I bother like the same three people. Yeah. I mean, he does do like a million shows, but I, I like to, he's one of my favorite dudes to bother. Yeah. Well, I always like listening to him on your show. That's always fun. 
Yeah. I mean, you, you should, I think he would be very, like, he'd be good on the show. He'd be very funny. You should, what you guys should do is you should have him as a bit, be like a very serious DFS analyst and, and just try and have him like talk through like models and projections. I, I wonder, I wonder how long he would uh, make it through. How, how long he could go straight on that and see how many people we could convince that he's like a very serious person. Yeah, we did it. We did it for about seven minutes on this whole cast one week. And then I was the one that ruined it by starting to laugh. <laughs> All right. Where uh, can everyone find your work here over the holiday season? Yeah, we got Take Cast coming out. Pat is going to be on next week, the Sports Grade Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, all my seasonal fantasy content, all my daily fantasy content. You guys can just find that on my Twitter. I always link to uh, to everything. And uh, yeah, happy holidays, everyone. Whatever you got going on out there, I hope hope everyone stays safe. It's, uh, it's brutal out there, man. Yeah, it's not great. Not great times. At least it's not like incredibly frigid here yet. It was actually quite a nice day today when I came in. But I'm Pat Mayo. You can oh, follow man. me at the PME on Twitter. All of my cheat sheet up on DKPlaybook.com. You want all the tools, you want all the stats, you go to FTNDaily.com. You tell them Pat Mayo sent you. So you use code Mayo at checkout. Get yourself a huge discount. There's also all of the NBA tools up now as well. Code Mayo works for that too. Plus, I have an entire DraftKings breakdown show for the NBA up on Mayo Media Network right now too. So please sub to the channel, smash the like, go win some bucks in week 16. Make it a very merry, profitable Christmas, okay? We'll see you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.